What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour. First and foremost, I just wanted to acknowledge obviously what's going on in the world right now. I know it's such a scary time and I just hope that you are all staying inside, staying socially distanced, and just staying healthy, washing your hands, everything like that. And I hope that this week's episode can just bring you some positivity and joy in light of everything that's going on. But before we get into it, today's episode is actually with Chase, Max's sister, and it's such a fun episode. You guys are going to love it. Before we get into it, I'm just going to introduce the sponsor of today's show. This show is brought to you by Cash App. You already know it's the number one finance app in the App Store. And if you don't already have it, it's a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends or whoever you owe. If you need to pay someone back, Cash App is the app to use. I always use it after group dinners. I know I tell you guys. Or if someone pays for my coffee or food or whatever it is. But there are so many reasons you would use Cash App. And yeah, I've told you guys about how me and Taylor use Cash App for utilities since we're roommates stuff like that and cash app also comes with the cash card it's a free debit card that's linked to your cash app account that comes with booths which i know i've told you guys about before but they're literally instant rewards for shopping at places you already love and shop at so you'll get discounts at places like whole foods target and way more it's literally just like having credit park card credit card perks which is so amazing and also the best thing about cash app is that i get to support one of my favorite organizations the jimmy fund and you guys can help me support them too when you sign up for cash app and use a promo code happy hour all caps one word you will instantly receive ten dollars and cash app will also donate ten dollars to the jimmy fund which if you didn't know basically they're a charity that raises money for adult and pediatric cancer care and research to improve the chances of survival for these patients so if you haven't downloaded cash app in the past this is a time you guys i hope you will consider downloading in cash app and using my promo code since we can fundraise so much money for the jimmy fund together you'll get ten dollars to you and ten dollars towards the feeding cancer which i'm so happy we get to help again you can use a promo code happy hour when you download cash app from the app store today i think this is such a good time since we are all stuck inside and you guys can download this app and literally help donate towards the jimmy fund which is this incredible charity like i already told you guys so yeah especially since you have some extra time on your hands right now, could be a good thing to do. But without further ado, let's get on into the episode. Today <laughs> we are joined with Chase. Oh Woo! my goodness. <laughs> I feel like this is a long time coming. Well, I can't believe we're doing it. I know. This is going to be and so And to good. see how it is all done behind the scenes. I know. It's even more fun. <laughs> I guess if you guys have no idea who Chase is, you probably do if you've been following along on my YouTube, social media, Instagram, but Chase is my boyfriend, Max's sister. And yeah, basically this is going to be a lot about, I guess, her personally, because you guys had some questions like that, and I guess just being like Max's sister, stuff like that. But also, you guys know she's a bar instructor. 
instructor. So you have so many questions about that. I know being a fitness instructor is something that's just like so interesting. So we'll talk a lot about that as well. And mm-hmm. yeah, she lives in New York. I don't know what else, what other yeah, intro you we'll want Oh, you can thing. plug your Instagram if they want to find your Instagram. All right. We can do that <laughs> at the end or right now? Yeah, you can tell them right or now. if you're on, listening, you want to look me up as you listen. <laughs> you want to see what the voice looks like. Yeah, it's just um, my first and last name. So Chase underscore Wilman, W-I-L-L-M-A-N. And that is it. I so, always thought that was an easy last name, but I feel like people yeah. get so confused. They're like, Everyone I'm always says Williams. 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 They're like, where's the Williams jersey? Like for Matt, where's Williams? And it's like, it's Wilman. Like, it's not Williams. But yeah, but. Chase Wilman. Okay. Underscore in between. That's so. where you can find her, you guys. And you know, we always start off with what we're happy about oh, right yes, now. Yes, so yes. take it away. <laughs> well, I think this is, it's a very crazy time in the world, in the moment mm-hmm. um, of life. Because it's rare that, okay, first of all, I call Gretchen G. Yeah, I'm G. So I refer to her as G. (laughs) Um, But it's rare that G, Max, and myself are all together and are able to hang out and spend time together. So recently, you know, we're all going through this corona pandemic in the world. And, I mean, I relocated from New York City to come home to the Cape and so did Max and G. And so we're all here just kicking it. And I mean, yeah. that is, it's truly special in a positive way to be able to do that. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, when else can we, can we do this? So yeah, um, that's a good thing. And that's what I'm happy about. And even though I'm very in a, not in a dark space, but in a, you know, in a low without having my community in New York City and my clients and the people I see every day. Mm-hmm. I am currently at the moment making it happen all virtually and online. So it's an awesome way to connect. And I mean, that's how all of you know Gretchen. It's like yeah. through the screen, baby. Yeah. So. It's cool. I mean, we're figuring it all out day by day. That's so weird to think. I didn't even think about that, but like, that's so but true. But that makes me happy seeing, you know, connecting with everyone yeah. in, in um, quarantine, yeah. is Guys, what we call it. Guys, me and Max were talking all morning how we're still so sore from Chase's workout yesterday. No, I'm not kidding. He's like, my legs need to rest today. Like, we're not doing any work. Yeah, so I'm trying to keep up with what I was doing in New York at home, so... I'm trying to keep the workouts coming for my clients and obviously Mm -hmm. testing it out on Max and G while they're here. So it's all happening. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but it's like I feel like you just have to keep doing it in the way that you can, which just means like through the phone, through the computer, whatever. And I don't want to lose my routine either. I'm used to getting up very early every day, which I'm sure we'll go into. She has like the earliest schedule. (laughs) So I'm still trying to like keep it that, you know, because I can fall off my groove if... I have nothing to wake up. Start sleeping until 10, like me. (laughs) Here we are. Yeah. Um, I think we're on day. I came came home on like Monday ish. Oh, yeah, and today's Friday. Yeah, so this is like a weekend. This life. Don't all the days start blending together? I don't even know yeah. like what day it is anymore. Well, it was St. Patrick's Day this week, and we didn't know. We idea. didn't even notice. It was at dinner. We were like, "Oh, it's St. Patrick's Day." So we're <laughs> doing our best. Yeah, people. and I need to show you this thing I saw online, Chase. It was on Instagram, and it was basically just saying like, not. 
I don't know how to say it. Not like positives of the whole situation, but kind of like I guess silver lining. Right. How it like gives you time to like connect with your family and literally spend time at home. And it's actually way better for like the earth and there's way mm-hmm. less pollution going on. And they're like, for the first time in how many years, um, like the skies are clear over cities in China and stuff it. like that. So yeah, I feel like you just have to find the silver lining in the situation. That's a good thing to be happy about. We're all together. And I feel like there's no other time that you're with We're doing our best. Max that much, like when you no. visit each other and stuff. But obviously, you're always busy working in New York and you can't like get away from it that much because what mm. you do is so in person, you know? And then with his like crazy hockey schedule, it's like. Yeah, we see him on the ice and two minutes after, yeah. and then that's. And then it's see ya. <laughs> yeah, all right. See you at the next one. <laughs> yeah. A couple months later. <laughs> Max is in the corner of this room right now playing video games. So if you hear anyone yelling <laughs> playing Fortnite, it's him. <laughs> but um But we did tell him to put his muzzle on. <laughs> yeah, we're like, there's you can't talk right now. We're recording our pod. Um <laughs> Silence on the set. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh, where do we even start? Well, people? do you have like a happy quote or happy saying or something that you like is there something you say in your well, class? Something class? I I mean, I think I've been saying it since high school, I know, because we were asked for a quote for our high school yearbook, and I'll yeah. never forget it. And it, I mean, I think I say it a lot, but it's also just, I always say never a dull moment, man. I mean, life is just always happening. Yeah. I always say that, never a dull moment, you know. I mean. I like that. If you are smooth sailing, I mean, it's good to have something that yeah. excites it. And it's good to have something push rolling. you, challenge you. Because I think right now this is a challenging time, but yeah. it's, so I would say, oh, never a dull moment. Like, yeah. look at me, I'm here trying to crank out my classes <laughs> in the way I would do in New York, um, but it's giving me new opportunities to grow. So, yeah. never a dull moment, Wait, we're just going like to keep that. it going. That's like a positive spin on, like, people, they could be so, like, worried about something like I this know. going on, and you just have to be like, oh, we got to keep pushing, never a dull moment. We I like that. Okay, and then I thought you could just tell us, like, quick story of how you became a bar instructor i'm sure everyone's dying to know boy well we could go on and on for this but okay we'll give you the whole background and spiel because i mean this all begins at a very young age i was probably like four or five when Mm -hmm. i started taking ballet classes and um, max and i we both grew up on cape cod and i started ballet here on the cape and then once i was about 12, 13, it became more serious. And so I was getting more seriously trained with it, more professional. Um, And so ballet was like my life. Ballet was everything. I did all the different types of dance through college. Um, I went off and studied dance in college. And then after that, I mean, I always knew, I'm sure we'll get into this in little questions, but I always Mm -hmm. knew I would end up in New York City. Mm -hmm. And so when I did... Finally moved to New York City after four years of college, dancing my whole life. Um, I found this boutique fitness industry. And you could call it an industry, a community, Mm -hmm. um, a whole world. And that is when I first discovered what bar was and what bar is. And I mean, I always knew what a bar is because of ballet. But this (laughs) is something different. This is like an actual physical workout, not dance a workout. And so growing up, all I did was dance and I was rarely found in a gym or doing, you know, what I would call like workouts today. I would Mm -hmm. just do dance as my physical activity. Mm -hmm. And so in New York, I 
found most of the studios through my friends who were there, and they were all into spinning, just like G is. So the <laughs> indoor cycling. And that was like the hottest, I think, trend New at that thing. time. Yeah. And it was like, oh my gosh, everyone's spinning. I'm like, what is this? Like, they're riding bikes indoors. Like, I cannot wrap my head around it. <laughs> yeah. And also, cardio really wasn't like my thing. Like, I didn't really like moving like that. And mm-hmm. so, anywho. I know I found where I work today at Flywheel Sports. It was found through my friends going to their spin classes. And then through that, I noticed that they had a program called Fly Bar. And so Fly Bar, it's like their complimentary workout that they offer. And it's the bar class. So that is what I currently teach in New York City. And I got into it by first taking the classes and just realizing I was like this is where I like came alive man like this is um I mean I know it's not ballet but it's a different way of moving that still makes me feel like I did it dance and it was like the hot thing it was awesome and so kind of fast forward a little bit I moved to New York really with absolutely no job in mind I mean I think everyone wanted to be like Misty Copeland I mean I did I was like I'm gonna be a ballerina but like come on like I was never a prodigy like you know Max was with hockey (laughs) um but no I mean I did it seriously I did multiple professional programs in the summer we did different summer camps whatever traveled all over but it ended up in New York and in this whole fitness scene, and I realized that's that's where I wanted to work. I, I knew I could make money through it. This was awesome. Connecting with people was my thing. And so I began working at Flywheel behind the desk. And that was my one of my first jobs in New York. I'm sure we'll get into that later. But <laughs> um, I started with that. And I was just working the studio so I could get free classes in return. So... Not in return. That was just part of the deal. Yeah. I obviously got paid like yeah. hourly. But um, I was able to work out when I wasn't working my shift. And that was awesome. So I learned how to really develop that kind of technique or method. And then fast forward a year later, I knew that's exactly what I wanted to do. And as well as doing the operation side of the business, almost becoming like an assistant manager type role of the studio. I love doing that. I Mm. love being kind of like a leader, a boss role to like a team. I love doing that too. Um, But I knew that's, that's not why I was in New York. And I had this talent in this, um, you know, this aspect of me that I wanted to share with so many people. So fast forward. (laughs) A little bit, audition, train, become the teacher. So here we are about um, three and a half years in of teaching fly bar classes as like my full-time career in New York City. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I could go on and on, but it's interesting. It reminds I'm sure you me, have some more little I mean, it's like questions. similar and, and different to like Maddie's story, but I find it interesting because both of you were kind of like in with the company yep. before we became an instructor and she knew that she was like, I knew that I wanted to be instructor after like my first class, but I knew I just had to get my foot in the door and she, I think tried like two or three different times to be like the assistant studio manager yep. and kept trying and she's like, I just needed to have that position so that I could like really get close with everyone, like yep. figure out how it worked and then be 
become an instructor. Um, so that's so interesting. I feel like that's like a smart way to go about it's it. It's very interesting. And I think what, in my time, in my time, as in three-ish years ago, three and a half years ago, when I mm-hmm. was like mentioning to the, you know, the fly bar team that I wanted to be an instructor, I wanted the chance to audition and train and learn how to do it all. Um, it really wasn't a thing at Flywheel for someone to be hired as the talent from within the company at all. Yeah. So I think there was one girl before me who did that, who then ended up teaching spin, the indoor mm-hmm. cycling. Um, but then they really shut it off because they didn't want to lose those people behind yeah. the desk and the management. And so they were honestly hiring from outside and they were hiring... People they didn't already know. Yeah, that were like instructors other places. So maybe. they really, yeah, it was quite a work. Yeah, I feel like it was challenging um, in a way. Like you almost think it would be, it would be like easier since you already worked there. But I feel like for Chase, it was kind of that much more challenging since she was already working there. Like they were like, well, you're good where you're at. Like working at the front. They desk, wanted like, to see me grow. We want to keep you there on the operations side. Yeah, I felt. and you're like, no, I want to be like the instructor. So, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty challenging, I'm not going to lie, at first. Mm-hmm. Um, cuz it also it feels like a very competitive field in a way. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, I think I knew or they knew what I could offer and bring to the table. And I'm not sure, you know, they didn't know what route to go. So, yeah. anywho. But here we are. It did all happen, and I mean, it was the best move on their end and on my end. Yeah. And yeah. And I know a bunch of you have actually been to her class. Yeah, which is so cool. I love when you guys go to her class. So you know how fun they are. She's my class energy. Is, they hold about 20 clients. So I can get 20 in a class. Mm-hmm. And since doing this for about three and a half years now, full time, I mean, I know almost every girl now that walks in the room. And that's one thing that really um, helped me develop as an instructor and create a following is I would just connect with a girl like the second she walked in and yeah. I would remember her the next time she came, yeah. the next time. And I got in with these, I mean, still, I mean, I just told you earlier, like I'm virtually connecting, hanging out with them yeah. through the computer now since we're all separated. But mm-hmm. um, that's really how I kind of built the following up. And when I would see a new face, it would be like, they'd get a little shy with me, and then some of you would be like, oh, I found you from Gretchen. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or Max. I'm like, yeah. oh my god. I'm like, really? I'm like, not scary at all. Yeah. Like, just come on up and let me know, because it's just <laughs> yeah. too cool. That's interesting, because I feel like people always ask, they're like, like with you and Maddie and just other instructors that obviously are, I guess, really like established in the you whole Kind of like this space. platform kind of yeah. feeling that you're on. and yeah. No, we're all we're all normal. Yeah, and it's like I feel like you guys the way you can kind of set yourself apart from other instructors and help like build your clients and I guess like their loyalty of coming to their class. Yeah. It, it's like you literally just make the extra effort and you if you guys know Chase, like she could make friends with anybody. So it's like they are just making the effort, like they know the birthdays, they know the oh, names, yes. they're know in the all. DMs. Like she is literally friends with everyone that comes to her class. So it's like that's how you can be a successful, I guess, fitness instructor. Yeah. Like, everyone wants to come to your class because they don't just, like, oh, I like taking Chase's class. Like, I love Chase. Like, I like right. her in her class. And I like Which, I mean, I can't even... I mean, I do believe it. I see it every day now. But mm-hmm. it's, like, when I first started, I mean, that's what you dreamed of. You dreamed of, like, having full classes. Mm-hmm. And when you look on the app or the schedule, for it to say 
waitlist only. Like that's that's the dream. Like that's yeah. the goal. Like, are Aww. you kidding? I have like chills. That's yeah. so cute. So it's like, you know, I count on them. They count on me. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really it's special. I mean, and when people ask, like, oh my god, how do you do it every day? How do you how do you get up at whatever time, five a.m., four forty-five, some days, and like turn it on? It's just because I know they are coming. And they're turning it on for me. Like, yeah. it's, you know, I couldn't do it without them. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So that's like brief synopsis oh of how God. she's an instructor and everything. But I thought before we get into the really fitnessy ones, we could just talk about some personal questions that you guys have. So, first question Were you and Max always so close? Because they know you guys are so close. Yes. Like always, people, always. <laughs> um, yeah, I consider him my best friend. I mean,. Aww. Oh, God, now Wait, he's looking over here. <laughs> I wish but they could no. see pictures of you guys, the Bumblebee costume. picture here. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's awesome because we're not that far in age. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I remember driving him to high school. I was a senior. He was a freshman. You yeah. know, he had that luxury to ride with the senior. <laughs> and I drove an awesome Jeep Wrangler top down and, you know, parked in the cool parking lot. And... <laughs> Off, we went to high school together. So that, I mean, yeah, we've always been close. I've always been his biggest fan in hockey and all sports. I mean, he played almost every sport growing up. My dad either coached it or (laughs) coached from afar. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I mean, we were at every game, every tournament, in every state, every country, (laughs) you know, I mean... Yeah, I know. We've gone through the camera roll, the pictures of the draft, like everything. Oh, the whole nine yards. So, (laughs) yes. Yeah. And it's awesome. We still have stayed close with his new adventures and Mm -hmm. girlfriend and (laughs) et cetera. (laughs) In life. Yeah. Aw. Hi guys, it's me butting in here really quick to tell you about Native, which if you didn't already know, they have natural deodorant formulated without aluminum, parabens, or talc. And I thought this was perfect for this podcast where Chase tells us all about her life as a fitness instructor. Things can get pretty sweaty. And this Native deodorant is also vegan and never tested on animals. I know I've talked about them in my videos in the past and I've tried so many deodorants, but Native is definitely the best, you guys. My favorite scent for sure is the coconut vanilla, but I know they have something for everyone. Native comes in a wide variety of options with over 10 cents for men and women, like the coconut and vanilla lavender and rose cucumber and mint eucalyptus and mint and more they also offer an unscented option and a baking soda free formula for those with sensitivities and there's no risk to try there's free shipping on every order and native offers 30-day free returns and exchanges in the u.s and for 20 percent off your first purchase visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code happy hour lowercase no spaces during checkout again that's code happy hour for 20 percent off your first purchase at nativedeodorant.com and now let's get back into the episode so what is your favorite part of Max being your brother um, it's probably hard to pick like oh I know how do you pick but I think honestly and if you know Max and if you I mean you follow him so that gives you a little insight but <laughs> it is his dedication and his work ethic I mean it inspires me to do the same you know I mean not everyone makes it as far as he has and I know what he did to get there it didn't happen overnight I mean yeah. our basement was not turned into the ballet studio but it was turned into the hockey rink <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding everyone I'm kidding I'm kidding our backyard did not get a pool in it but it got a batting cage like I mean he was putting in the work yeah. um 
I'm totally kidding, but you know, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Yeah. He is very his, dedicated. He works so hard. His drive, baby. Mm-hmm. And if that's yeah. in Fortnite or yeah. on ice, I mean, it's everywhere. Very driven. That's interesting. Both of you are so, I feel like, passionate about what you do and like love what you do and you're both so driven I mean I'm sure what you do like inspires him too I mean I know totally. it does we're like watching your Instagram lives doing the workouts I, I will never forget I think he did an interview a hockey interview and he did say my older sister inspires oh. me and you're hey, like Max I might bring it up you're like I'm crying yeah. it's okay and I was like oh my god Aww. but yeah I mean we just keep it going we try our best They're and I think we both know what what we love and what you know we put our time and energy like into athletic sibling duo. <laughs> That's the other funny thing. Cause in New York, a lot of my clients, they find out about Max and he's a hockey player and the whole thing. And they're like, Oh my gosh, like you both are athletes. And yeah. I'm like, I never really called myself an athlete, which is crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. You but are. now it's like, okay, maybe I am. Ooh. <laughs> no. And I was always the dancer, the performer and yeah. the on stage. And, um, that's another thing. Max never missed a show. He was at every yeah every Nutcracker. I yeah. mean, and we'd perform the Nutcracker like ten times in the month, and he was at all of them yeah. and all the crazy. I remember the first time me and him performances went to the Nutcracker, we've done. I think like two months into us dating, oh, yeah. he like knew every part of it. Oh, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah. well, I've been to like a hundred of them." Oh, and he will <laughs> act it out also. Yeah, he knows it better than I do. <laughs> you have a most embarrassing story of Max growing up. God, you know what? And it's like, I had a feeling these questions might hit me, but... Yeah. And even some, I mean, I feel like some people, didn't they write to you like, oh my God, Max like never gets in trouble or something? Yeah. I saw that on something, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, an embarrassing thing probably is like when you look at our old pictures and I would dress him up in like my little dance costumes and like our little... <laughs> You know, her like little dolls and yeah. stuff. And he was like, my little doll. So I would dress him up and he would run around the house. <laughs> and so we still have those pictures somewhere. But I mean, he would be horrified if I brought those oh, up yeah. now. Or um, I wish you guys could see. You, know, I always would think, think of this. When I went to Disney World, when I was Oh, girl, yes. And the kids with the leashes on. Guys, Max, Max was the was kid one with the leash. <laughs> so my dad says the moment he like stood on his two feet, he was like running. So you could not keep up with him. And we they went to, yeah, we went to Disney every year and we had like a, um, I don't know, what, what timeshare or something. We had like a house down there. We'd yeah. go every February over Max's birthday and school really? vacation. And yeah, You'd Max would off. run wild in the park. So <laughs> <laughs> we leashed him up. You're we holding like, him on oh. the leash. <laughs> 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 grab him. But yeah, That's so, so those funny. pictures are pretty embarrassing. I wish I could see that. We'll get those in out of person the, <laughs> out of the files. <laughs> um, okay, then you guys asked, was Max a ladies' man growing up? Chase is giving us all the tea. Oh God, the tea, <laughs> the hot tea, <laughs> the hot tea with lemon. Um, a ladies' man. Now it's so funny because. You know, when G came into the picture, into our lives, I mean, we were like, wow, like, friggin' finally, like, a girlfriend, like, like, a, wow, like, Cause I was the we first just girlfriend didn't really now. think, but if you think about it, and, I mean, and just kind of think about his life, I mean, hockey is his life. Yeah. You know, he was not wasting his energy or time, really, with anything else. Yeah. But that... So his whole 
I think the years of where you think, I don't know, I mean, where you could be a ladies' man or... Like, no. I don't know what you mean by that, but, like... Like, like he was never there, like a player. Or, like, oh I feel God, like no! He was always, Jesus, God, no! <laughs> he was always like I just know his high school friends from like I've met them and oh yeah, he just had his group of friends and played hockey. Yeah, I think you all you know you guys do, know he's do what a good you do, boy. but yeah, yeah, he wasn't. No, oh my God, no! <laughs> then we would put him back on the leash. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I think you know when he was ready and you know could juggle, you know, hockey and relationship or girl whatever it is then yeah yeah that's when it happened um so how long into dating max wait is this for me basically guys are asking how long into dating max and me and chase meet we literally met before me and max even started dating like officially yeah we met like a week before i remember i remember so specifically guys but we like knew i knew of her Mm -hmm. like Max would tell them about me, obviously. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, he went to BU, like, alone. Like, he mm-hmm. finished four years at Brown, and then he did this grad year at BU. And, I mean, he was, like, going there alone. Yeah. And I think we knew a couple other people that were going there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, So I really kept in touch with them, like, the first couple of days. Yeah, like, how are you doing, days? Kid? Like, how's it going? Like, yeah. are you in the dorm? Like, you're yeah. back in the dorm? <laughs> yeah. You're like yeah. the old man in the dorm. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, so I remember vaguely, like, you know, hearing about Gretchen's name and like, oh, there's this girl. Like, I mean, I could probably rewind my text and scroll <laughs> up, but, but yeah, we met, but it wasn't like, this is my girlfriend. No, it yeah, wasn't. No, so. because it was a BU home hockey game out of Gannis. And I remember so specifically, he was like, oh, my family's going to be there after the game tonight, <laughs> so you're going to meet them. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I've known you for like a week. Like, I'm going to meet And my grandparents, family. we're oh, all there. I like, met everybody. The entire family. And I was like, they're going to just think that we're friends. He's like, no, they'll get the idea. I'm like, what do you mean? And I think, <laughs> I literally remember so well, he came out and he like kissed me in front of all of you. I was like, oh, guess they know. <laughs> I think I was, like, telling my dad, like, stay calm. It's all fine. Like, there's going to be a girl here, Dad. Just, like, keep it together. And, like, my Nana, you know. Nana wants, wanted out. to know, like, where is she in the stadium? Like, yeah. which one is she? And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. But it worked out well. It was so yeah. good. I was so nervous. And then when I met, all yeah. it was good. Mandy? Mandy was probably there. I think Maybe. it was Mandy. Yeah. Because I, I remember those pictures. I remember them so well. Yeah. Mandy was there. I was so nervous. And then we started dating like a week later or whatever. And yeah. So I met them very, very early on, you guys. Yeah. I mean, we've been in it since the beginning. Yeah. And it just made sense. Like he was like, this is just how it's going to be. Like if you're going to come to all the hockey games, they're going to get all the hockey games. Like you're going to be around This is also just like a spiel like of Max and I. Like we're very close with everyone. Like we tell our mom everything. We tell... You know, dad, everything, yeah. grandmas, grandpas. I know, I feel like they were asking about your guys' family dynamic, and you guys just have a really close family. Oh, yeah, and there's no secrets around here. Yeah. I really feel like it. Everyone knows everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my grandpa knows exactly what what workout I was teaching today. Yeah, yeah. It's. I love it, though. I love that you guys are so close. Like, I love the close family oh, dynamic. Yes. It's so fun. So, yeah, we met very early on. Um, this is how have you seen Max change since dating me? Well, we can talk about his camera presence. (laughs) But, um. yeah. He's definitely less shy on the camera now. Totally less shy. 
I mean, I feel like I put him through a little bit of that. I mean, you know, when Instagram started to come out, I needed help with yeah. my pics. Like, yeah. So he he's known, like, you know, what this is about. Like, mm-hmm. how do we do this? I know he knew how to take good Instagram He knew how to take some pics, I think. In the beginning, because of you. you but I will him. say, I had to really, really beg him to do it. Yeah. So I, I think he's happy to help G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As her photographer, where yeah. I was like, yo, will you please take a picture of me? Let's go take pictures of like, the beach. He's like, you got to be kidding me, Jace. <laughs> but no, now I, you know, he's good at it. But yeah, how he's changed. I mean, I mean, I don't think he's really changed, like, in my view. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he's always been the loving. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the loving boy he is. And I feel like he's always been good at too. Like it's not like he's changed like in a bad way. Like he no, only hangs out with me, not his friends. Like it, he's always been so good at like talking to all his friends and making time for them and me. And, right, like, I feel like you you guys think like um like oh like he's changed as a person. I mean he's changed like he's become a boyfriend. He knows how to yeah you know deal with G. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I feel like it was always so good that he had a sister. Like he knew like what yeah, like, like my wet things. brush hairbrush was, and he yeah. knew like about the makeup. And I'm like, why? How do you know? See, all I mean, this? he's seen me do the whole and self like, tanning, oh, I know. the whole thing. Yeah. So I feel he's like prepared. he's yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think so. All good things. Um, what is your favorite part of Max dating me? Huh. Well, I think the two of you balance each other lovely. Yeah. Um, I would say we're similar and different. I think the other thing is that I think, I mean, this is a little, I mean, it's an idea, but Mm -hmm. I know some other people have said it. It's that, like, you are very similar to my personality. We're both very, Mm -hmm. you know, out there. I mean, we're out here. We're bubbly. We're outgoing. We're kind of like a lot. Like, we're a lot going on here. Like, I mean, good luck to my next (laughs) boyfriend. I try. No, I'm just kidding. No, and Max is so calm. But he, he knows, yeah, I feel like he can keep it all together. And... What was the what was the question? The, your favorite part of us dating that we like balance each other out? Yeah, I mean, okay. Here's an here's another idea. And when I look at you guys, I think like, damn, like that's pretty nice. Is that I was in a serious relationship, and I think I tried to make things work very similarly to how G and Max are. Mm-hmm. And I see that Max is like 100, percent if not more, in to the relationship with G and she is too and they make it work and G's so lucky to have a job that kind of remotely lets her work anywhere you know what I yeah. mean yeah um totally and they they don't have that many obstacles that mm-hmm. kind of interfere where I was in a relationship where it was not like that but that is what I hoped for and wanted to work but mm-hmm. um yeah, so, and that was just uh, my my relationship and my ex-boyfriend. It just, it didn't click where, you know, our... And you both had things that were so, like, where yeah, you were Yeah, what I'm trying to living. say, like, our... Like, it was hard to visit Our scenarios other. were just different. Yeah. 
And so it's just so lucky that, I mean, Max and G can keep the keep it going. Yeah. Because it's all good in college. I mean, you know, it's easy in college to date. When you're around each other. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I'm coming over and then we're going to go like, do our classes. classes. See you later. Yeah, yeah. It's like so easy. But then when you're out in the real world, it's like you got to think about yourself. Mm-hmm. What do you want? Yeah. Um, where do you want to be? And you can't let up. You really can't let other people, like, you know, stare you that. away from what yeah. you want to do. Yeah. Because there is that person out there. That's so that true. will be I on know, your journey. And you totally could have like packed up <laughs> and left New York, but it's like that's oh where God. you were happy. And of course, and, like, I had those it. thoughts in my head, and I'm like sitting yeah. here now, like, oh my God, no, this yeah. is what I meant to do. Like, you know, you find yourself, you find what you need. Mm-hmm. And if you can find that person that balances it out, yeah. it's even better. Yeah. All right. I'm getting deep over here, um, people. <laughs> um, oh, this right? is what, we I'm discussed this yesterday. I'm deep. Oh, boy. All right. Next. <laughs> this says, does Gretchen eat as much as Max? Oh, now we're on to food. Um, yes, she eats as much as Max. <laughs> oh, yeah. If more. That's... <laughs> but we I just mean, love honestly, food. I think we all eat a lot over here in this we house. We love food. She was and like my all, poor mother grocery shopping yeah. during this time. And we're all like tall and long human beings over here. We just require a lot of food. Where I think we all have pretty good fast metabolisms yeah. because. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're not too Max crazy on our eat diet. Whatever he wants. You know what? One, what I realized the other day, you know how girls like feel bloated after they eat certain things or you and me eat dairy and we're yeah. like, oh my God, our stomach hurts. Boys are like tanks. Like he could literally eat like a whole Chipotle bowl, is not bloated, still has a six pack. And, and I'm like, keep going. What the heck? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm hungry. Like an hour later. <laughs> That's Max. But yeah, we all have pretty fast metabolism. So yes, we do eat a lot. Um, what was your first impression of me? Am I how you expected me to be? Okay, so this is funny. Because I think when Max first said Gretchen's name or mentioned her, like, said, oh my god, I'm like talking to this girl at BU. And I'm like, who? Like, what? Or like, he like sent me the Insta or something. And I'm like, what the hell? What, What is this? But then again, you know, it seems foggy to me for some reason. But I can't remember if I had seen G on YouTube before or if I had kind of known of her I because I was on YouTube for mm-hmm. for years like when it was the beauty community and makeup like I loved that in oh, high yeah. school me too <laughs> um so I could probably check back on when I actually subscribed to G's channel but Gretchen loves beauty <laughs> but I don't recall but the first impression was like, okay, like looking at the channel and being like, oh boy. Like, Does he wow. know what he's in for? Like, this is like a lot. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like I love, I love it. I, that, cause I feel like that's something I love to do. I love social media. I love connecting with people. Mm-hmm. And I think that was something that I, I mean, I did have like a channel for like a day and I did like a makeup video for Wait, like one I day. Know about that. And I'm not even getting like one of these like. She's, like, a pretty big YouTuber now. Like, I remember, like, messaging with her, like, when she was just starting. And now I look at her now, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like... Wait, that's so funny. She wouldn't even probably reply to me now, but... Yeah. Wait, it was... so funny. I just knew about I mean, your MySpace. these were, like, over 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. MySpace the queen. MySpace. Um, so I, like... I understood it right away and what it was about. And mm-hmm. I don't know. But when I first saw... Gretchen, I was like, oh, my God. Like, wow. Like, okay, Max. Like... <laughs> 
like go for it like you think you can i don't know you think you can ask her to hang out or i don't know it was very like we weren't sure how to to do it and so i don't know i think i obviously i started looking at the channel and i watched some of the videos and then when i eventually met her in person it was like oh yeah like i know you already yeah and that's for all of you which i think someday and i hope someday that you can all cross paths with G. <laughs> I mean, you see her on live and stuff, but I mean, if you meet her in person, it's the exact same yeah. as YouTube. Uh-huh. I mean, and that's why I think she's been so successful because it's not a, it's not like an act. It's yeah. not, it's pretty real. I know it's interesting. Cause Take it or leave it. She talks like, as loud as she does on yeah. YouTube, fast as she does. It's like, you know. <laughs> it's just how I am. I'm just the same. Because yeah. some people are so different, like, on their channels than they are in real life. Oh, God, yeah. And I'm not Instagram. Like Everyone's like that on Instagram. Yeah, I'm just the same. Wait, I like that you said that I was the same. Because For sure. I feel like I am, and just other people are different. That makes me think of Max, that his first impression of me was that... He thought that I was, like, so intimidating before oh, he met yeah. me in person. And he's like, then I met you, you and you were just, like, nice. And well, it, like, I think that's what out. it is. The whole, <laughs> the online thing can really be, like, oh, my God, like. So you're <sighs> probably just intimidated because you, like, see my Instagram mm-hmm. and the whole thing. Yeah. My first impression of Chase was, I'm just going to throw this in here because I was <laughs> thinking about it, it yesterday. It, throw it in. Looking at the questions because Max obviously, like, showed me her Instagram and everything. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's so cute. Like, she's so in shape. Like, that's I want arms like that. Like, that's so cool. But I remember seeing pictures of her. And since she's so lean, I was like, oh, she's obviously tiny. Like, I don't know why in my head. And we never talked about how tall <laughs> oh, you were. God. I'm like, she's obviously, like, 5'1". And then I met you. And I'm like, wait, you literally are like me. Like, we're both, that like, 5'9". That was five the same nine. thing with Gretchen, yeah. And I thought you were, like, I thought you were, like, we're five both foot like one. The same yeah which so, is so funny yeah. yeah so she was definitely taller than i thought she yeah. would be but so max is used to a, a tall girl around <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah, i'm five nine. five nine yeah me yeah. too and that's interesting i don't know if i even put this in here but people were like oh yeah I did. max is used to a tall girl yeah he is are you both very similar and like we're yeah. different but we are very similar like we have our differences i feel like uh-huh. but we both are very similar which is like weird to think about and people always say that they're like that boys or girls are like Uh, attracted to I guess just like the girls or boys in their family because that's like what they're used to and it's like me and Chase literally are similar and like he I know this is deep but like in a lot of ways he does remind me of my dad and Mm -hmm. it's like I feel like people always say that but like it is true like it is because it's kind of like what you grow up around and like your role models and who you think of as like boys and girls that are like good I don't know that's like kind of what you look for so I totally agree yeah interesting and that's why when g came along i was like oh my god like we can kick it we can watch a hockey game together and have fun yeah i know good thing we like got along so well not like she's like a freaking weirdo and i'm like (laughs) max really like you're like i can't have a conversation it's weird no it's it's awesome yeah this question says do you think it bothers your family that gretchen is so public well i think it took you know so getting used to it didn't take long but we we had to explain it to them because yeah. a lot of like our grandparents didn't really understand like yeah like she does what like why is he all over YouTube she does now she yeah. does what or like because I think everyone asks like oh what is she studying in school oh what does she want to do after yeah. school oh, yeah. that was like week one yeah. okay like everyone is obviously way beyond this <laughs> and supports the channel supports mm-hmm. the pod yeah I think my dad is still calling it a blog um <laughs> 
Because <laughs> whenever we're out, he's like, put this on the blog. And we're like, Dad, it's a vlog. It's close enough. We're so good. He's, he's working on it. But no, everyone's in absolute support of it and whatever she wants to do. Yeah. I know. I feel like in the beginning, it's different. You're just like, oh, that's new. But and I think um, like on a, uh, on a T note, not a T note, but like. I think, um, like, I think, like, my mom, like, they feel like they're, um, like, creeping in on you guys if they watch your videos yeah. sometimes. So they, like, I mean, even me, like, you know, like, I don't watch Max them will all, be like, but. You watch that video, mom? I'm like, oh, watch them. Like, I think yeah. it's great. So sometimes we don't watch them, or sometimes we do. That's interesting because I feel like some of my. Because it's like we're sitting here just, like, creeping on them, like. Yeah. I know, I notice in my us. personal life, either my friends are one way where they're like, oh, I watch all your videos because I keep up with you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. cool, like, so normal. And then other people are like, I can't. Like, some of my cousins are like, I literally can't watch your videos because I, like, know you in real life. So it's just, like, weird to me that everyone's, like, yeah, watching yeah, yeah. you on the internet because it's like, you're just my cousin and that right. I just know you for you in real life. Yeah. So I guess I, like, see both sides. Some people are like, oh, this is like, weird. I don't need to know what her and Max are doing. <laughs> yeah. Like, we already get enough of that. Like, I don't need to see Max putting a face mask on. <laughs> that's so true i'm horrified i'm gonna see that happening tonight oh yeah around this of house course. <laughs> um oh yeah we already said we were both very similar oh i like this question what do you mean chase admire about each other i oh, admire boy. that chase like literally what she was saying about max but she's so like hard working like they're both so driven and i feel like during this crazy time it doesn't she doesn't even have to think about it if she's going to still be doing like her workouts and like teaching her bar like she just is cuz that's just what she's doing like it's not even a question and yeah i don't even know like i feel like if i was a fitness instructor i would be so like unmotivated sometimes and like and i'm sure there's times where you're unmotivated we'll talk about it but it's like you i don't know just teach your classes all day every day and are so in shape and so motivated and like that's so inspiring it is Gee. i love it and i see your instagram and i'm like oh better go hit the gym <laughs> yeah i'm like up for 10 hours before g is <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> I'm just kidding oh g yeah well i think getting to know g and i mean following her since Max brought her into our lives. <laughs> I mean, I think I look up to her in a way with her with her business, her marketing of herself mm-hmm. because that's kind of what I do in New York to represent my own type of brand like yeah. in a job perspective. So it's like okay, like yesterday I did my first live. <laughs> I mean, I've been live before, but not um like performing wise, like mm-hmm. I went live on Instagram and I mean, I was like stressed out all day to go on on the live and just kind of be open and let it all out like whatever. I mean, I was doing a workout, but still to be out there and um know that anyone could be watching you. Mm-hmm. And so I think we all like try to be a little bit like that, like on Instagram or, you know, everyone's trying to be a little bit more open these days, I feel like, Mm -hmm. or less filtered. Yeah. And so G's a great example of really like hashtag no filter. Yeah. It's like, okay. I think I just let it all out. And then you learn that (laughs) that's what people like. That's what people want to connect with. Obviously Mm -hmm. no one wants to connect with just being real. Something filtered. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's funny because I don't when you were saying like, oh, I like, think that who are the people that are like watching this right now? I don't even. Oh, yeah. Think about that. Yeah. When so I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, anything. like who? Yeah. 
Like, I could be worried that someone... Or, like, they're going to be talking about my form. And yeah. Like, da, da, da. like, F it. I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. I know what I'm doing. I don't even know who I think that my audience is. I don't even think about it. Like, I guess just, like, my best friends or, like, my yeah. family, or, you know? And I'm like, I hope everyone just, like, looks at it like my best friends would, you know? And that's the mindset think, we need to roll with. Yeah, I think whenever I'm recording a podcast or filming a video, I'm always just thinking of, like, my friends on the other side. Like, people that yeah. are ready, like you, and right. would enjoy and what you're talking about. You. Yeah. But, yeah, that's interesting to think about. Like, I would never think about... Oh, God, yeah. If someone's I listening, that, like, already is like, angry. Down. Yeah, like, devil's advocate. That's so interesting. The people who are jealous, the people who, you know... Yeah. Would never show their face on YouTube, like... Yeah, you know? like you do get those comments though, so they are there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is about you being in New York. So, um, I guess you could just talk about your experience in general of living in New York City. People wanted to hear about that. Oh yeah, I mean New York, man. <laughs> Listen to me, man. New York, baby. New York, <laughs> the city that <laughs> never sleeps. sleeps. <laughs> Max. Max loves oh, that the line. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't get get to the city too often, but maybe no. like a handful times a year. Yeah. To either see me, pick me up, or, you know, do whatever. And, yeah, whenever we're driving in the city, it's always like, the city that never sleeps, <laughs> yells out the windows. We're like, huh? But, uh, yeah, I knew I wanted to live there probably from the first time I even visited. And I went with one of my best friends, Hillary, and we went, I think it was, like, in high school. And her family took us, it was, like, for her birthday, and it was like a long weekend. It was my first time ever seeing a Broadway show. I saw Legally Blonde mm. the musical. It was my uh, favorite thing. I mean, it's still like one of my favorite shows. I want to see it now. Music, the soundtrack. <laughs> I mean, I saw that. I was like, this is, I need to live here. This is it. And we were in Times Square. We did the whole thing. And so it was really, I think, think that trip really was like the the deal breaker. Like, wow, this is where you're going to go. I mean, I didn't know exactly what I was going to be doing, but I knew I wanted to live there. Yeah. I liked the excitement. I liked the nonstop, the go, go, go. Um, so fast forward now, like being there over five ish years, I'd say I moved in 2014. Um, I've lived in two different apartments. Uh, my first apartment that I lived in was in Astoria, Queens. And so this is me with like really no job. I mean, I was teaching dance at the time in a private school, a couple private schools, and it was just the after school session. So it was like really only a couple hours in the afternoon. So it wasn't much. Um, so I ended up in Astoria because I knew I could come up with that rent. And the rent was a little less than what it would be to live right in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And then Astoria was a very quick commute in on the subway. So I lived there for about four years. I liked it there. And I had one roommate. And you know what? It was a great start for me to, you know, learn how to live it in the city. It was so cute over there. It, it was wasn't, such a cute area. It wasn't that bad at all. No, I liked it. And I it. mean... A lot of the time I'm like, oh, I wish I was in Manhattan or like you tell people like, oh, I live in Astoria and they're like, oh, well, that's not the city. And it's like, OK, it like is it's a borough, the whole thing. You yeah. guys know. Um, but anyways, my dream, <laughs> my goal, it was always to live on the Upper East Side. And so that's where I was working at the Flywheel Studio, still am, and teaching my classes and pretty much doing most of my work in that neighborhood. 
So, so that's why you want to fast forward. Yeah. Just to be like close. Yep. Building the following, being successful, teaching the classes. Um, I made the move last year to the Upper East Side and I found the most perfect apartment. Um, Mm. it really was probably the best, the best thing yet. I mean, I feel like I finally have a bedroom now that I'm like, Oh, this is like my room. Like Mm -hmm. I was able to make it how I want it. And actually have like a little bit more space than my Astoria bedroom. Yeah. Oh my God. My Astoria <laughs> bedroom, you guys, was like a closet. Yep. It literally was a closet, like a bed in a room. But <laughs> I loved it. I was in New York. We were doing it. It did not matter, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what it was. But now it's like, I've got great. I have two roommates. Um, one works in fashion. One works in healthcare she's a physician's assistant and then I teach my fitness classes and you know do everything else so yeah it's a great balance New York um the hustle's real it's awesome to have such a big um like community of where I work in the fitness industry where it makes the city feel small a lot of people are like oh my god like how do you live in New York City like that like, it almost sounds scary. Like, how do you do it? And how do you, like, how do you even get around? It's like, with being in fitness, in this fitness community, there's studios all over the city. And you start to connect with other instructors at different studios. I mean, one of my really good friends, she teaches boxing. I do not teach boxing at all. But um, <laughs> I got to learn, you know, all of her friends there. So it's a big, wide network. And it makes the city feel a lot smaller than you think, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I still can't believe it now that I live on the Upper East Side. I can't really go anywhere without seeing someone I know. Yeah. So love that. But it's also like, oh boy, like they're catching me eating my donut again. Yeah. <laughs> or, oh wait, that's you know good, what I mean? It's a good segue into our next yeah. question, which is what are your favorite food places living in New York City? Oh yeah. Well, I was so excited because I recently moved, um, when I, well, when I moved to the Upper Side, it's across the street from Sweetgreen. So Sweetgreen's probably the spot that I eat at the most. Um, Love Sweetgreen. Like, almost like Wait, every we day. We both live across the street from a Sweetgreen. Like, That's so funny. every day, G, I go yeah. there. And then so I go to Diggin a lot. I like Diggin. Love Diggin. Sweet potatoes. I really should be learning how to cook more, but... It's hard in New York. I think people say New York. It's you, tough. You get like a little excuse, right? Yeah. Like we're just, we're just trucking along. When I along. live there, I think I got groceries <laughs> once. Like yeah. you don't have room to store them. You walk like a mile and it's raining and your Trader Joe bag yep. rips and everything's on the ground. It's a like nightmare. It's a, it's a mess. So it's easier to just eat out. Like it really is. <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I mean, I go to Chipotle too. Like love Max and Chipotle. G. And yeah, I mean, I'd say number one is sweet green. I love that. Mm-hmm. Sweet green. Yeah. And I feel like everyone has this like glamorized view. Like if you live in New York, you're like going to catch every night. And I was talking to Chase. Oh, like that's yeah, so like no. not, especially with being a fitness instructor. Do you think she's going to her like 10 course meals at catch yeah, every no. night? And with I like think the, the hit me cake and yeah. the drink and the drink trees. Like, no, we love all that. But I think <laughs> what people, yeah. Because usually if you have a friend, okay, visit you in New York City or you have whatever, someone in town and someone's coming for the weekend, you give them like the entire experience usually in like two days and Mm -hmm. you try to do everything you possibly can. And that means like you're going to take my class. We're going to walk through Central Park. We're going to hit the brunch spot up. We're going to shop in Soho. We're going to like, you know, hopefully see a show. We're going to like, I mean, it is, 
it's nonstop. Mm-hmm. And so you try to give these visitors the full package and then they leave and they're like, yo, how do you live there? And you're like, well, we don't always do this. <laughs> yeah. You're like, like, normally my sweet green and I chill. Yeah, usually yeah. I'm in bed by 10, but yeah. <laughs> there, there definitely are the spots that we can go to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, and then we didn't even say, I guess you kind of said that you were doing dancing like in college, yeah. but where did you go to college? Oh, yeah, baby. So <laughs> um, after high school, honestly, I mean... I knew I wanted to dance because that was my life. And I was like, oh, my God, you can dance in college? Like, (laughs) sign me up. Yeah. So it was like senior year in high school, you know, or junior year even, you start thinking about colleges. And I do vaguely remember, like, not really being ready for a big school. Not, like, those weren't really on my radar. Um, And I think my mom even said it even the other night, like, oh, my God, I... I couldn't um, see you going far away. Like, yeah. And so my first two years I did in Franklin, Massachusetts at Dean College. And it was like, if you've heard of it, it might have been, you might know of it as like a junior college. They called it like a JUCO. Mm-hmm. So a lot of athletes went to Dean for two years and then they would transfer to a bigger school. Mm-hmm. But at Dean, they were huge in dance and theater. So their dance and theater program, performing arts, was um, a four-year program. They had a couple other four years. But oh. it was, I mean, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I went there, it was like about an hour away from the Cape where we live. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I met some great friends there. And... I mean, I learned new styles of dance that I never did growing up, but I quickly outgrew it. And I think I quickly outgrew it maybe my freshman year, end of freshman year. It Mm -hmm. felt almost like a dance camp. I mean, it was like (laughs) dance camp plus some football players, plus some baseball players, (laughs) plus some basketball players. It was just like, yeah. And I mean, it was... It was pretty crazy, like, (laughs) the dorm life, you know. Anywho, so I quickly realized that I was was pretty good at that school dance-wise and level-wise, and I knew I needed something that was going to challenge me more. Mm -hmm. And so fast forward, I did a couple summer programs. One took me to New York City. I did the Alvin Ailey program, and that was like a five-week camp in New York City. And I lived with one of my friends who was from Flushing, Queens. So I lived with her for the summer in Queens and I got to kind of learn how to operate the city. So that was part one of that as a sophomore in college, sophomore year summer. Mm -hmm. Um, My sophomore year at Dean, I graduated with my associate's degree and then I transferred... Are you ready for this, you guys? <laughs> if you follow me, you, you already know maybe. But I ended up transferring to the University of Iowa. And I finished my two years there and got my bachelor's degree. And now that, I mean, I think that took everyone for a spin, right? Like, that was like, what? Like I'm going to Where is she going? I mean, she was a, an hour away from Cape Cod for two years. And I would even come home on the weekend sometimes, still perform with my ballet studio ballet um company on the cape and do the nutcrackers still while in college i mean (laughs) it was all happening but 
um, like, freshman year. On. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'll give him the whole spiel. Freshman year, I met a boy that summer yeah. who was on the Cape. He was from Iowa. He went to Iowa. I went to visit. Found out they had an amazing dance program. It was incredible. And I transferred out there. And so that was a huge change of my life. I think Max was shipping my stuff out in big FedEx boxes. It was insane. And I did my two years at the University of Iowa, danced in their dance program, performed out there. It was incredible. And I always knew I would go to New York after, and that's what I did. Yeah, that's crazy because I always said I would go to New York after too. Yeah. And then I lived there for a summer and I was like, I can't handle this. I'm not going to turn up. I'm staying in Boston. (laughs) It's a lot. Yeah. And I think a lot of my friends from the Cape, they all just went straight to Boston. Mm -hmm. So I have a handful of, um, like a very little handful, I'd say, that are in the city that I see. From Cape Cod or yeah. from like the New England area, but, but Boston like makes more sense. It's like close. Most of them are in Boston. Yeah, yeah. So she went to Dean and then Iowa. Yeah, and then I went to Iowa. Yeah, the so Iowa what? Hawkeyes people <laughs> go Hawks. <laughs> sorority. Oh yeah, and then yeah. So I this is crazy and it's kind of like G because I believe you joined what sophomore year. Mm-hmm. So I believe it or not joined junior year. That's probably so hard. The as a Greek junior. life. And so, I mean, I knew I was going to this big university now, and I was ready for the big, the big campus the at that thing. point. I was like, I am ready to rock! Like, I mean, it was awesome. And so I did the whole Rush sorority thing, and I was a Kappa Kappa Gamma. That was awesome. Did that <laughs> for the two years, um, as well as dance. So the yeah. dance program was like one community, and then I had the sorority, and then I had... My boyfriend at the time, his whole, his whole gang. So it was really good. Yeah, those are such like different. Oh my god, colleges yeah. like different college experiences. Crazy, but it's cool that you had both. Like you had, and like, I would not, yeah, the trade small it school, for the world. The big school, yeah. Okay, we didn't even get into your fitness questions yet. Oh are you boy, ready? Right, spell them out. Okay, ready, fitness. So, what does your daily diet look like as a bar instructor? I guess what do you like? Do you typically eat in any day? Daily diet. Okay, so let's just give you the the plan here. So I teach about three classes a day, usually on average, like three. And so they're, they're about an hour long, 45 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. And my style of teaching is very energetic. It's very upbeat. And I'm doing a lot of the moves with the class. So I'm, I'm getting my sweat on while teaching. And I know (laughs) with the amount of physical activity I'm doing, each day I need to fuel up almost even more than I'm doing now so mm-hmm. my diet is nothing really too crazy or strict but I was telling G I do try to restrict my dairy intake so I don't I try not to eat dairy I mean I'll have like a light little thing of butter on toast sometimes but like I'm not sitting here eating cheese sticks and drinking like whole milk yeah. so or yogurt putting cheese on anything. Do you think it just hurts um, your stomach? And like- so I honestly, I don't feel anything with the stomach. It is keeping my skin mm. under control. Because mm-hmm. for a while I was breaking out with that cystic acne. It was terrible. Yeah. And yeah, people said, hey, dairy is a big trigger for that. So yeah. the less I cut that out, you know, mm-hmm. it helps keep everything under control. Yeah. But diet, no. I eat about, I mean... 
I'm very lucky. I feel like I eat anything I want. Yeah. Um, I eat a pretty big solid breakfast every day, which is like three scrambled eggs, two pieces of toast. If I'm in New York, I do the avocado, mm-hmm. um, iced coffee every day. I try to do one a day, <laughs> one a day, <laughs> one in the morning. Mm-hmm. Lunch is usually like sweet green. Yeah. I do the harvest bowl, chicken. Um, but at, at sweet green, I pack my bowl. So I do the avocado, I do the egg. Like yeah. I'm making it very filling. Yeah. A lot of rice. Um, and then dinner, it's like something really different every night, which it's probably like digging or something. Yeah. You know, something, it's healthy. It's healthy food. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you were to ask my roommates, like you'll definitely see me eating Panda Express like once a week or... Yeah. It's not like I'm not going to do fast food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, you know, I eat chocolate croissants a lot. <laughs> I know. I feel like people just put fitness instructors on a pedestal. But no. And they're like, they must have like perfectly portioned meal yeah, no. prep, sweet potato, rice. You know what I mean? And Maddie's like, oh my gosh, like don't, know, you, you shouldn't be asking me really that. Off the wire She's here. like, I eat, you know, cheesecake at least once a week. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I love those, um, Dark chocolate, like peanut butter cups. Those the are dub, like my favorite. The dub yeah, from last night. The dub. The dub. <laughs> Those are like my favorite. Yeah. So I feel like your daily, like what you eat in a day, is very like a lot just, of like, bar. Wholesome. I eat those macro bars a oh, lot. Oh yeah, you love those. Throw them in my bag. Love the go macros. Yeah, go macros. So, so that's you kind of told us like what you eat in a day. I feel like it's very wholesome mm-hmm. and like typically yeah, it's definitely healthy, filling me up. But you're not like being like I'm not eating carbs. You're not like no, crazy about God, stuff. No. Um, so what you eat before and after class, you think it's just normally like a bar before and after like, um, yeah, I mean, before class, I start usually at 6am. So I don't eat before. Yeah. I remember you saying that. I don't eat. I used to not drink iced coffee before, but then I started and now I like, I'm in a kind of a routine with that. I used (laughs) to just have some water before just cause I I don't know. I feel, I feel better with with nothing when I start for yeah. some reason. And eating at 5.30 just seems like a little, yeah. a little difficult. Yeah. So directly after um, my morning classes, it's usually, I mean, it could be around, it could be around like 10-ish. I mean, whenever I'm done usually with my morning is when I go home and I like feel like I'm going ham in the kitchen. Like yeah. I'll be eating like a lot of things at once. I'll be making yeah. my eggs. I got the toast going. I got these, my new favorite thing are these sweet potato um, hash browns that you, oh, Dr. Yeah. Prager's makes. I like can't wait to eat those. I like get chips and hummus out. Like I'm like eating yeah, everything, like all at once. Like, <laughs> um, and then I like let it set. And then, yeah, but you need that after like three hours of working. Yeah, in the morning, oh, I'm starving like a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> but if I'm going all day and I don't go home, yeah, I grab some of those bars. Mm-hmm. Those usually keep me Love going. Go macros. Okay, this question is: What is it like being a Lululemon ambassador? Oh! What are the benefits? Because you guys didn't know. Yeah, Lulu. Chase is a Lulu ambassador. So Lululemon. I mean, that was is still my favorite um, brand, my athleisure brand. Love them. Um, and I knew. I mean, from going into the first store ever, my first experience in a Lululemon store, I saw the people on the wall like the pictures of them and I'm like what like what is that like what who are they mm-hmm. and I I'll never forget it they referred to them I don't know where I was what store it was but they were like oh those are our community heroes and what? I was like they're what <laughs> they're your huh <laughs> I'm like the community hero so if you don't know Lululemon um 
each store has like maybe a handful of different ambassadors. So there mm-hmm. could be like three at a store, five at a store. Depends on what store. But mm-hmm. they try to choose people that are in their neighborhood, in their community, in their area that almost just represent their kind of beliefs and like their their missions and their, mm-hmm. you know, their ideas. And their whole thing is about like growing, sweating, motivating. I mean, it's kind of like the lifestyle mm-hmm. in which that I live. And so it was funny. I mean, I knew, I, ne- I mean, I didn't really, it's not something you apply for. So that's what I get a lot of DMs like that. Like, how did you, how did you apply to become an ambassador at Lululemon? And it's like, this is the coolest part about it is that you don't apply. You don't ask to be one. They ask you, they find you. Mm -hmm. They, um, it's funny because some people have referred to it as they date you. So I had a couple friends who were working for the company and I watched them do it to someone else in my industry as in date them. And mm-hmm. then they asked them to be the ambassador. Um, so all of a sudden, like the year it all happened, I mean, these Lulu employees started to come take my class, like a lot. They kept coming, they kept checking me out. They would bring me in, um, like free leggings, like for Valentine's day. And like, huh, I'm like, what's what? going on? Yeah, I'm like, what the heck? Like, what is going on here? Yeah. And then one day it was like the end of the summer, the entire store, came and took my bar class and it was a normal class I acted as normal and then like I do like a little stretch at the end I close the eyes open the eyes and I let everyone out the door and it was like a huge surprise party for me and it was like posters everywhere and it said Chase will you be our ambassador and I mean it was like I mean, it felt like I was being asked to, like, prom. Yeah. Like, I was like, what? Yeah, and I'm like, of course I will. And honestly, at the time, I had no idea what that meant. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Like, anywho, so Wait, I've been... when was that? I've been in it for, like, I feel like two years now. Okay. Um, and so you're on, like, contracts with them. So mm-hmm. I believe I just signed the, the next one. I mean, all... Right now, everything is a, a mess in the world. Yeah. I think they're closed at the moment, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, so being an ambassador, you're basically representing their brand through your daily life, as in my classes and in my lifestyle in New York, and they represent me. So they're always pushing my name to the community. Oh my God, like Chase teaches like literally a block away. And And your pictures are up in the store. And I come in and they, um, I test a lot of their new fabrics, new styles, yeah, um, that's like the coolest. Yeah, thing. it's pretty cool. It's the coolest situation, and especially if you're someone that like loves Lulu, like me yeah. or you or whoever, like that is like the coolest thing. And I remember telling them in a vlog when I was showing the new Invigorate leggings. I'm like, half the reason I'm so excited to try these out is because Chase was telling oh, me like yes. they have the new Everlux, <laughs> they have the Invigorate, or not yep. those ones, the ones you were wearing uh, yesterday. Train, yeah, Wonder Train, Wonder Train. Yep. And I was like, oh, if Chase loves them, like they gotta be so yeah, cool. I can't wait to try them out. So. She definitely does get, like, the coolest, like, perks and benefits yeah, and stuff. But it's, like... They're great. Obviously, she works so hard to get there. Like, she's, like, teaching her class yeah. every day. And, like, they found her, you know? So, yeah. that's such a cool... We have I pretty never... good perks, I have to say that. You Very do. grateful for that. Yeah. Um, I never knew that they found you. I didn't know that yeah. you like, couldn't apply or anything. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. And then I think... That's so cool. The other really cool part about it is that it 
has given me another community. So I connect with other Lululemon ambassadors, and they're yeah. not all fitness people. Mm-hmm. Um, they can do anything in the community. And yeah, that's the cool part about Lululemon. Oh, that's so cool. Um, okay, this is how do you find music for your playlist? Oh boy. So I use <laughs> Spotify. I use mm-hmm. Spotify, and I create every playlist myself with different songs, different genres the whole thing but in my style of class like the method that I'm teaching they're usually 45 minutes to an hour and so I break up the chunks of my class pretty much by time so I look for songs with certain time lengths so Mm. I'm I love like a good four minute song four minutes are great you'll see like a lot of popular songs can sometimes be like under three minutes and those are too short for me so it's like I need some long songs um, longer the better, honestly, for um, for like remixes. Yeah. Um, something with like a steady beat is usually good um, to keep everyone kind of in tune. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's funny because a lot of um, spin instructors, people who teach the indoor cycling, they use that BPM, beats per minute. So when you're doing like a climb, I, I mean, I don't do this, so I don't know the exact yeah. numbers, but you're looking for like maybe... I'm going to totally, this is not correct, but you could be saying, okay, I need something with like a 72 BPM. Yeah. So there's like websites that are out there that are like, oh, you know, 72 BPMs, like right here, like and 130. Like so many songs. Yeah. Oh, so interesting. in bar and the way I teach, I just have an ear for the music. And I mean, I think that's my whole dance background. Mm-hmm. So I can like hear the movement in a song Mm -hmm. so that's I can hear a song and I'm like oh that has like a great downbeat like in this movement that I do and teach it's a downbeat it's a down accent like these are things I think about in my head as I piece the playlist together to Mm -hmm. make the moves feel a little smoother with the music so Mm -hmm. it kind of helps you move with the beat interesting I know and I feel like as you're an instructor longer it just becomes easier like you can yeah. put them together so quickly and you just like know the music so well I kind of have like a um what do you want to call it like a not like a like a database of it it's like okay these are the songs I love for these kind of routines mm-hmm. then you can just kind of pick and choose and you know it works you know the beats you know when yeah. it fades out um okay this says, if you weren't a bar instructor, what would you be doing? Oh my goodness, that is so tough. Because I still, I mean, I think about dancing? that. I mean, I think about that every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there's so many things I like and would love to do. Um, like I could really, I love being with people. I love teaching people. I like making people feel good. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm very artsy and creative. Um, I I honestly feel like I would be a school teacher. Really? I could totally see that. And I love young kids. I could see that for sure. Yeah, I could see you being a teacher. Like having my own classroom, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. I have some friends who are who are school teachers and I'm yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah. Um that would be so I could fun. totally see myself doing that. But mm-hmm. then again, I'm such a performer. That it's like, I can't imagine not being in some way, like, performing in front of people. Yeah. Yeah. So. Interesting. Oh, I could see The world is my oyster. Yeah. (laughs) 
This is one of your favorite workout clothes. So I guess Lulu. Oh, yeah. We kind of talked about Lulu. But... Lululemon, for sure. Um, honestly, yeah. That's all I wear. The Lululemon leggings. The mm-hmm. Aligns. The Wonder Under. I wear pretty much do all of them. Do you wear the Aligns when you do bar Yes. Also? Okay. I do. But then some days I like ones that are like a little bit more... Um, more compression feeling. Yeah, I know we like the high waisted wonder unders. Those are oh, yep. have always been my go to. Classic, the luxe dream. They yep. feel a little bit more like spandexy. What? Um, so if you would wear like your like ideal outfit teaching a bar class, like what would that be? Oh yeah. Well, it's so funny because I feel. I mean, I hate to say it, but I feel like I was late on the high waisted trend. Uh-huh. I remember when those. High waisted didn't you? Oh my thin? god, no! No, because I, mean, I like, this why is before low waisted leggings. I don't know, but we would. I have about <laughs> like over ten pairs of the black Wonder Under Lulu legging. That's like low low waist. rise, ah. and it's like we don't wear those anymore. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like they're like falling off now. If yeah. I ever was to put one on, but. Yeah. No, obviously I've transitioned into the high rise because that's the style. So <laughs> I do the high-waisted legging and I like the leggings long. So I don't usually mm-hmm. like crop or even the five. I like them as long as they can go. Yeah, so you get the 28 because I yeah. like the 25. I yeah, like them I at the like long, my ankle. The long, the long length. Interesting, yeah. And then I, probably my favorite thing is like the either like a bra top that's a little lower like not just a bra but like, like kind the of the crop ones i like those they have like a little bit of fabric underneath like a cropped yeah like a cropped bra kind of thing mm-hmm. um or i love wearing a bra with like a crazy back we love the um we white free to be wild yeah. long line i know all the names i know you have it because you we were wearing yeah. the white one in those pictures, and I have it too. It's oh, like the yes. best. It has a little bit extra fabric. Lots going on. You have your, I don't even know what to, some people call those leopard. I thought they were camo. Like the yeah, camo like leopard ones. I think they're the Love leopard. Those. Are those in movement? No, no, no. Those aren't in movement. No. Ignore the phone ringing everywhere. Yeah. I know, Max, you're supposed to get that. <laughs> but, what um, ones are those ones? I think these are, are these not in movement? Are they are they in movement? They so. might be. Because aren't they getting rid of the in movement, I heard? Because now it's just going to be like invigorate and Maybe. wonder under train. But yeah, love those. Yeah, I also <laughs> do like a... Usually when I teach, I wear a bra and then a tank top over it that's like tied. Mm-hmm. Like knotted a yeah. little bit. Yeah. That's kind of I, look. I feel like it's more normal. With a slicked ponytail to, always. Like I feel like I always just wear, you always have a slicked pony. I feel like I always just wear like a sports bra and leggings, but I feel yeah. like in bar, it's more normal to yeah. have like a tank top or like a Most shirt. Most of the girls are in, yeah, their tops. Like if I showed up in like a little tiny yeah, sports like, bra, oh. they'd be like, oh, she's naked. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think that's because we don't dress like that, the, the yeah. teachers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because no in one's Seoul, really running around they're like and, half yeah, naked. Like, yeah, I feel like it just depends. And I think it's so interesting. Like, each workout class is different. Because the first couple of times I started going to Orange Theory, I would like wear shirts to like feel it out. But like, yeah. no one's in there in a sports bra, so like I wouldn't want to just right, right. waltz in my sports you bra. You kind of want to do what everyone else. Is yeah, doing. everyone would be like, okay, like we get it. Like, you don't need to come yeah. in here with your sports Hello. bra. Hello. Yeah, like hi, good morning. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you just Knowing have to do... G, she'd probably be in a bright color. Oh, yeah. Like bright my bright pink sports no. where everyone's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but, yeah. And yeah, usually I'm in all black. Really? <laughs> like, like, honestly, black? yeah. Most of the leggings are Sleek. all black. Yeah. In Love black tops. You can't go wrong with all black. 
Um, this is, do you ever find yourself burnt out? And oh like, my how God, do you deal course. with being sore? Of course. Yeah. So hard. We're sore today from her workout yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so the soreness thing, yeah, I feel like I've always been used to that as a dancer. Like, yeah. and we kind of like it. Like you like waking up and being like, Oh, my butt's sore. Um, but to keep it going as the teacher and knowing, like, if I look on a, say a Sunday night and I'm like, wow, like I'm teaching 15 classes this week. It's mm-hmm. like, ah, it seems like a lot, but I just do it day by day. And it's like, yeah. okay, check one off the next one. I remember you saying that before. I'm like, don't you yeah. get overwhelmed? And you're like, I just have to look at yeah, tomorrow just day by day. and that's it. We go day by day. Um, but no, the burnout is real. I mean, with what I'm doing, I get the same, I have a really big following of the same girls. And mm-hmm. it's like, I see some girls every day. Mm-hmm. I see some three times a week. I'm getting this continuous group and it keeps me on my toes to keep creating new exercises, patterns, the music especially, mm-hmm. and to keep it new and keep it fresh every day. Yeah. So they can return back and not be like, oh, Chase is doing the we same did thing this again. Yesterday. Like yeah. and even now with these, I'm you know, I'm doing it online now and it's like I'm still like that. Like last night I was like, oh I'm gonna pop up a quick workout in the morning. But I'm like, oh like I, I gotta really think about this. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I think I put a lot of pressure on myself with that at yeah. the end of the day, a lot of people are like, oh, we don't even care, Chase. Yeah. Like, I know, whatever I you like do is so good. But I'm like, oh, no. Like, yeah. Woo, I'm up all night sometimes, like, making it, like, perfect. I know. I feel like instructors worry about it so much. And I can, like, half remember what we did yeah. in the class. You know? Like, I'm just there to, like, do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a whole thing. Yeah. But the burning out, I mean, sometimes it's good if you can just take a couple days off and – for me, it's like getting out of the city and like even if I just come home or go see Max's game, just that little, like even, I mean, I don't usually like have two days break. off. If I have two days off, it's like, whew, just to let the mind reset, reset because I teach almost every morning. So that means every night I'm I'm working on it. I'm thinking about it. I'm choosing not to go out. I'm choosing not to drink. I'm choosing not to, mm-hmm. you know, stay up late. It's like. You have to be so for that for that morning. So mm. it's the night before. It's the whole day. I do mean, do you think like if you're like really sore after teaching all morning or something during the day, do you like roll out or take a bath or like what do you? think? I happens? probably should be rolling out more, yeah. but yeah, we try to do our recovery. Yeah. We have so many things in New York, you know, all that cryotherapy. Yeah, I've done that a few times. Oh, I think it thing? honestly helps. The stuff on the your boot. legs. Oh, that the Max boots? does. It's game ready, I think, is what it's called. They put they put your legs in like those the sleeves. boots, right? Is that what they're yeah, called? yeah, 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 yeah. The boots. Is that compression or yeah, cold? It's or awesome. Both? Okay. And then, I mean, at my studio we have the the guns, the the massage guns. Oh yeah, we, we Max love them. Those. <laughs> those like yeah. So those are those the best. are the t- those are the type of things that like hurt so good. Yeah. They like feel good, the but guns. they hurt. Yeah, we love the guns. <laughs> Um, this is what do you do on rest days? So do you typically have like one rest day a week where you're Sundays. Mm-hmm. So Sundays I try to sleep past six. Oh my goodness. Um, usually, honestly, it's so hard. I just kind of am wide awake at 730. Yeah. So I try to like lay in bed for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it depends like if it's fall and it's like football season, I'm doing like Sunday fun day with my roommates yeah. and we're, we're enjoying the city, maybe doing like brunch 
we like we like to drink blue moons, so maybe we'll go get a blue moon somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, days off usually get the nails done. Yeah, hang low, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And I don't usually work out. Oh yeah, so that's a good question because someone asked, do you do other workouts besides bar? Um, that's probably like the biggest question I get, like from my clients. They're mm-hmm. like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, outside of they're like, "Oh my god, is this all you do? What What do you do for cardio, Chase? What do you do?" And honestly, I tell them because this is the truth. This is the real answer: is that when I'm teaching the classes, I am so hyped up and so energized. I'm running all over the room that I do believe that's my cardio for the day. Yeah. Um. I would love to wear one of those Apple watches and track it and see my heart rate and just see what <laughs> what it's doing. Yeah. But um, I know it's pretty insane just the way I am. So yeah. I don't do much cardio at all. If I'm doing a workout besides another bar class, it's probably something for fun and probably something that is a networking opportunity like for myself. Like that rowing thing with Lulu. Yeah. Yeah, like stuff like that. That was... Definitely not something I would have signed up for on my own, mm-hmm. but glad I did. Yeah. And I learned how to do it. Mm-hmm. And so you pretty much just yeah. do your bar classes. I pretty much just do my bar and classes. And they keep her in great shape, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very lucky. Yeah. Um, this says, what is your favorite part of being an instructor? Favorite part is the people, for mm-hmm. sure. I've connected with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of girls and guys men and women all over and it's really the connections that I've made because I know I mean currently I'm at home right now with this corona and it's like they're still keeping me in business I'm Mm -hmm. still with them I'm still rocking and rolling so it's really the connections and the the loyal clients that I've made and found in New York yeah uh And then this says, last question, what is the hardest thing about being an instructor? Hardest thing. Hardest thing, I think maybe when you're going into it, is to just be you. Be you, be you, be yourself. People, you know, I like to say I can win 99% of the people who walk into my class Mm -hmm. and give them a great experience and have them come back. But no one is going to win 100%, mm-hmm. and you'll have that 1% that just does not like you for some reason, and that you're not their style, you're too this, you're too that, mm-hmm. whatever it is. So the hardest part is, at first was accepting that, and it's like, you know, you'll, your people will find you, and that's with anything, I think, in, in life, social media, YouTube, the whole thing. It's like mm-hmm. your people find you, so... That's so hard. That's so interesting because it's like... And it comes down to the competitiveness of yeah, the field and And in others. person. Like, I can deal with hate comments on my YouTube and my Instagram and stuff, but it's all just, like, comments. Oh, yeah. And I'm not seeing them in real life. But if someone was in my class and I could tell that they, like, didn't like oh, it or yeah. if they, like, said something rude to me after or, like, something they didn't like, that would, like, really affect me. Oh, yeah. Like I would be so upset. Yep. Or they leave early or something. Yeah. And, and you're like, what did I do? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So it's it's never me, it's you. No, I'm just kidding. You know what <laughs> no, I mean, that's though. that's good to know that you're not, yeah. like, you're like, I'm not going to be for everybody. Right. But I'm going to be for the people that right. are loyal and always come into my class, and that's, like, what matters. And I'm their vibe. Yeah. And we love to say that the birds of a feather flock together. Wait, what? 
Like, they're like, oh, yeah, like, your people are just like you, Chase. Like, yeah. your bar, like, I call them bar girls. Like, your group is like, yeah, they're just like you. Like, that's I don't so know. true. So, everyone's style, you know. Yeah. Oh, wait, this has been yeah. so good. It's cool. This has been an hour and 24 minutes. Oh, my God. I know. We have so much to talk about. This could be like three more hours long. It always goes by like we'll so We'll have to quick. do part two and three yeah. in the, the part future. Part two, people. Okay, that was so good. I feel good. like this Thanks is just like a little spiel. Us. I know. We got so much. We got pretty much just like the surface of her teaching her bar classes. Yeah. Just like her personal life, I guess. Living in New York. Mm-hmm. Being Maxie's sister. So I hope you guys enjoy. I know. So, thanks for joining thanks us. Thanks for having me, G. Yeah. Um, and this is like so official. You should see the microphone. I know people. you guys. We have an official setup. I hope you guys are staying like healthy and safe. And healthy and washing safe. Washing your hands. Staying in your house. Houses, quarantining, hopefully petting like a dog if you have that, they can keep mm. you happy. I wish we had a dog, right, Max? <laughs> and maybe getting a little movement in. Yeah. Yeah. At the Do, same time. I know. Literally today on live, they were like, How are you feeling like Being good stuck. during all of this? But I'm yeah. like, honestly, we worked out for maybe 25 minutes or 30 minutes yeah, yesterday. Gets, gets it going. And it helps so much. So, yeah. Love you guys. Thanks Yay! for listening. <laughs> all right, guys. See you in my next episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.